Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Evan Wickham, and I am one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. In this podcast, we guide you through our bread practice. Bread is an acronym uh, that stands for Breathe, Read, Encounter, Apply, and Devote. And it's how we come to the scriptures. It's actually a modern take on an ancient practice called Lectio Divina, which simply means divine reading. And it's where we read the scriptures not purely for information uh, or even for motivation, but for loving union with the living God. We believe God wants to encounter his children through the scriptures and all day long as we practice his presence. So uh, we're creating these podcasts to guide you through it. And today we're going to read through Hebrews 6. But first, before we do, be sure to have a Bible, a pen, and something to write with. You're going to want that as we reflect on what God might be speaking to your soul. And let's start with B. Breathe. This is where we find a quiet space. Maybe plant your feet firmly on the ground. Uncross your arms and legs. Just as a posture of openness and very practically, it's good for circulation. So palms up, feet on the ground and just say, Holy Spirit, come and breathe in. About four seconds, breathe in. And then six seconds, breathe out. Say, thank you, Jesus. Let's do that a couple more times. Breathe in awareness of his presence and breathe out gratitude. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit is God's personal presence with you. As children of God who place trust and faith in Jesus, we're guaranteed God's children by the seal of the Holy Spirit in our very bodies. God is with us. That was Jesus' name after all. God with us. So thank you, Holy Spirit, that you continue to be with us, bringing us to Jesus, pouring out the love of the Father into our souls. Would you continue to do so now as we read your word in the name of Jesus? And now we move to read. As we read, pay attention for a verse or a word that jumps out to you. Write it down. We're going to reflect on that after we read. Hebrews 6. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death, and of faith in God, instruction about cleansing rites, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment, and God permitting we will do so. It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again, 
and subjecting him to public disgrace. Land that drinks in the rain often falling on it and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is farmed receives the blessing of God. But land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and is in danger of being cursed. In the end, it will be burned. Even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case, the things that have to do with salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you've shown him as you've helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. People swear by someone greater than themselves, and the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hopes that before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. This is the word of the Lord. Did you write down the word or the phrase that stood out to you as we read? If not, take a moment to reflect and write that down now. We come to E, encounter. Take your chosen word or verse and hold it in your mind. What is God revealing to you through that verse about himself or about you? Write down whatever it is God might be saying in this moment. Now we come to A, apply. Shift your focus outward. How might God be inviting you to apply the scripture in your life and in your relationships? Based on what you wrote down in the encounter portion, what's one thing from that portion that you can do today? You can live it out. You can bring it into your work, your school, or how you interact with other people. Write down one practical thing God might be leading you to do.
Now take this final moment to devote yourself to God. This is where we thank him for speaking. Thank him for being near and giving you his word. As you receive his refreshment and seek to follow him, write a prayer of gratitude to the Lord Jesus. He's with you now. He loves you. Respond to his love through a prayer. Thanks so much for joining me today. Tomorrow we'll continue in the book of Hebrews as we encounter Jesus through the text. May you be blessed today. Grace and peace.